No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. podcast contains mature content the views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host list discretion is advised ladies and gentlemen welcome to the smack and raw podcast episode 221 i am your host the patron saint of uh, patron saint of podcasting I almost said the patron saint of pornhub both could be true the warden <laughs> matt ritter and i am here today with guest hosts of course my official unofficial co-host at this point katie kinsey Bebe from the she lead showcase and we brought Powerbomb Jutsu with us. We've got Daryl and Dom. Guys, how's it going? Pretty good. I bought yourself. Pretty good. Good, good, good. So you guys excited to make your Pornhub debut tonight? <laughs> That's not my first time on Pornhub, but, you know, different story. <laughs> if you wanna, if, I was going to say, if you want to plug that video later and let them know where they can go after they listen to this, you can do that. That's up to I'm you. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, so normally kick it off with a little news and rumors. Um, not a whole lot here. A few things I want to talk about, but also we ask you guys to go, uh, as always support young Kings wrestling and check out those NWO style black lives matter t-shirts. It is my pin tweet at Matt Ritter. That's at M A T T R I D D E R. Uh, the link is for what a maneuver and all of the money that is made from those black lives matter t-shirts is donated directly into funds that support families who have lost uh, loved ones to police brutality and other racial injustices. So uh, we 100% support our guys over there and that idea. So if you guys can, please go donate to that and get yourself a badass shirt to go along with it. Um, also, they've got pink versions, which is for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And that money is also going to breast cancer awareness causes. They are in no way uh, affiliated with the Black Lives Matter organization. This is straight up TC doing his own thing. Um, and getting the money directly into the hands of the people that need it. So please go do that. Um, I didn't get to hear it uh, as we talked about, but I know most recently on your episode, you guys talked about Lindsay Dorado and uh, how Izzy's dad was about to catch some hands for running his mouth and then punked out like a little bitch, issued a Twitter apology, never showed up. Uh, how do you guys feel about, A, both, Izzy's dad running his mouth and then bitching out and B Lindsay ready to just, he bought tickets for this man, like a parking ticket, ticket to the show said, I'll be here doing my thing. Come talk to me in person. Don't run your mouth online. Like I respect the hell of him for that. I can't. But come on. Now. Look at Izzy does though. Izzy dad look like he doesn't, can't fight at all though. So true. But that's what we get stuff for running this mouth, though. I love it. I mean, if you talk, you got to back it up, right? 100%. Like, you can't just say it and then run away. Like, you, what if he gets you hurt? Nah. Katie, you look like you had something. You got something? 
Oh, I was just gonna say talk shit get hit. Like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that's the problem with Twitter now is like people feel like they can just say whatever the fuck they want and there are no repercussions. But as we know from Dana Brooks' fiance and now Lindsay, you are not safe running your mouth online <laughs> because Dana Brooks' fiance showed up at dude's house and punched him in the mouth. Lindsay is buying you tickets to get your ass whooped. Like, can't just sit and I have to watch myself because I said some things about a certain wrestler. <laughs> by the name of Nick Cage over in GCW that he, you know, I, I'm not trying to get killed by the MDK gang. Like, I'm not trying to have that man fly to Chicago oh, man. and stab me in the jaw. I got a wife and I got, I got a wife and child. So uh, <laughs> I need to watch uh, calling people crackheads and shit. So, um, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't feel bad. We got a list and it's just... <laughs> yeah, our list is long, you know? Yeah. It's, it's long. Yeah. Kalisto, uh, he's going to probably kick our ass when he sees us. Yeah. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did y'all say about Kalisto? Man, look, I call him so trash, I think. I didn't call him trash. Like, so you guys remember he was feuding with Braun Strowman. He was getting thrown in the dumpster like every week for like mm-hmm. a month straight. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, he did not like those sweets. Like, I mean, but you knew you were getting thrown in the trash every week. Like, like ah, like you knew it. He didn't like it. I, I mean, if you're getting thrown in the trash every week, people are going to say some shit. Right. True. It is what it is. Did I call him like jumping Spanish trash or something like that? <laughs> it, was, it was something crazy off the wall, I remember. That sounds like he's going after you, not me. Well, <laughs> 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 but we're all cool, though. And, uh, uh, I think Shawn Michaels, too, got his block. I don't know how. No, nah, that had to be you. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> See, now you're the second podcast that we've had on that is blocked by Shawn Michaels because Young Kings Wrestling is also blocked by Shawn Michaels uh, for saying some shit about his wonky eye, uh, which I have also said, but (laughs) apparently it didn't get back to him because I didn't tweet that shit out. I said it on here and he ain't listening to this. So I did share the link to uh, the RVD interview where he like makes fun of it. So that, you know what? That could be it. That could be it. Before that, though. Oh yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be it. It's the only thing I can think of. And uh, the last thing that I've got is most recently they did an AEW call, uh, media call for the upcoming pay per view, and Tony Khan, uh, as we've mentioned here before, apparently did a shit ton of coke before getting on this media call. Uh, as he tends to do before making appearances. And I don't know why I feel like you should do your Coke after the show, but neither here nor there. Um, Ella J who is a journalist, a female journalist asked a question about doing an all women's show for AEW, and he cut her off and then basically just kind of went on a rant about how he doesn't get enough credit for his contribution to NWA empower because he paid his women to go there and wrestle and all of this shit and didn't really answer the question, just kind of deflected but also cut a journalist off in the middle of her question to like beg for credit for some shit. Uh, You know, I wanted to like Tony Khan. I really did. But the more this man gets on Twitter and says dumb shit and then does dumb shit in media calls, the less and less I like this man as a person. Like he's kind of ruining, like I, I enjoyed the idea of like a fan who loved wrestling, booking wrestling, and booking shit that fans want to see like that was cool but then you also remember 
he's fucking billionaire's child who was probably raised as a billionaire's child and maybe doesn't know any better or how to talk to people or function in society, which is why he's so fucking weird. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to side like right with you because I don't know. I used to think Tony Gomes was a pretty cool guy. And then, then he started showing up on TV all the time, at least with Impact and doing little promos. And I thought that was like the dry run. It's like, oh, okay, this is this is what Tony Khan's going to be. And then he just kept adding more and more and more. And it's like, all right, like, please just stop talking. Just, I thought you were like going to be off to the side, not going to be part of the show or anything like that. But it's like, ah can't take it anymore i know his promos his promos were ass and i mean he he seemed geeked up in more ways than one um every time he grabbed the mic and got out there and said some dumb shit so yeah. uh that's true dom yeah, just a coked up fan just a coked up fan <laughs> who likes wrestling that's what it is katie do you have any thoughts on tony khan and his uh treatment of the women's division and him cutting off a female journalist in the middle of her question because I know you I'm guys didn't talk about it Thursday. Well, yeah, because it happened today. No, it was yesterday. No. I, I don't think you was guys it yesterday? Had, yeah, it, I believe it was yesterday or Wednesday, actually. Oh, I think I saw everything about it like this morning when I woke up. That's why. See, that's the thing. I'm always the guinea pig show, so I never get like the actual scoop of anything good until after the fact. So I have to wait until next week to fucking go off on my show. But no, that's asinine. All Tony Khan did for Empower was send three of his women to the show. That's on him. He could have sent more if he really wanted AEW to have a presence there. Don't fucking call off a journalist, especially a female journalist who was a part of the PWI like process of the Women's 150. Fuck off. I hate that just being a woman in this industry is fucking awful in every sense of the word it's terrible like we have to do so much more to get our name out there and prove that we're actual journalists or whatever and then shit like that happens it's fucking awful i hate it yeah and you know what i'm gonna add to it um not just proving you're a journalist but even on the wrestling side Yep. Um, Lady Frost did an interview with Jade, um, Jade Chung. Um, she has a podcast. She did an interview with her. She mentioned how her first appearance on TV, she was basically her husband's manager. Uh, and she kind of blew up from there. That's what people remember her as. And that's been a couple of years now. She's been like working hard and people still, they remember her more for that than actually wrestling. So it's like, that was a one-time thing WWE almost a decade ago now and it's mm-hmm. like and she still can't get respect as a wrestler from some people she's still it's the ring yeah i i personally don't watch much outside of obviously what we cover here in mainstream i know i listen to you guys you guys cover ring of honor you guys cover impact uh you're one of those five people that i know that actually watch impact pay for you so respect to you guys for that um <laughs> but I have seen her on Twitter. I've seen clips of what she can do. She was at Empower, and I did buy Empower. Yep. So I got to see her there as well. So, uh, yeah, no, she's fucking dope, and I'd like to see more out of her. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. It's very, very difficult. Uh, and 
you feel like Tony should know that and know it's not okay, especially in that sense, to cut any journalist off, let alone a female journalist, and how hard it is for these women, especially with all the criticism that he gets about his women's division. And instead, he just whines about how he deserves more respect for what he's done. Mm, No. No. That's a spoiled child of them right there. Yeah. Uh, where would you guys like to start? Uh, Dom, Daryl, whoever. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, or Rampage? Let's just get NXT out of the way. <laughs> let's get NXT out of the way. Yeah, All let's right. Get out of the way. So we kick NXT off. Uh, Toxic Attraction defeats EO and Team Ninja. We got uh, Pete Dunne and Trick Mello get confrontational in an interview and then make a match for later tonight. MSK is looking for the Wizard of Oz. Uh, find out when they get to where he's at. He's not there anymore. So they're going to go to where he's supposed to be and take a plane to get there because they can't walk. And then there's a comment about joining the Mile High Club uh, because as we said last week, everyone's trying to fuck. Um, and apparently MSK are trying to fuck each other is what I got out of that. I, I think the Mile High Club was supposed to be like a, a Matt Riddle uh, RVD reference, but that's not the Mile High Club I know. So I took it for what I know. Uh, Kaylee Ray defeats Ray. Uh, Joe Wayne Gacy does an interview. Katie's favorite wrestler on NXT. Uh, he's talking about how he wants to touch Harland and he wants Harland to touch him back and how this match is going to be for them. Uh, then he goes and defeats Boa by DQ. Lights start tweaking all weird. Boa freaks out, throws a tongue and death grip on him, chokes Joey Gacy out in the ropes. He really, really, really seemed to enjoy being choked. Um, and he gets the win by DQ. I think he finished. Uh, Diamond Mine has a vignette. Diamond trains while uh, the Diamond Mine trains while uh, Jacket Time plays in the background. Malcolm stops them so he can yell at the camera about how he hates Ikemanjiro and Kushida and blah, 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 blah. Um, Jacket time for me is normally right before bed. Baby Uso interview. Uh, Waller and Knight end up kind of taking over the interview, getting in Solo Sokoa's way. Uh, So he's like, listen, you guys are trying to pit me against each other. I'll just fight you both tonight. And then they're mad at each other because neither of them really wanted to fight him. I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. Uh, Speaking of Jacket time, they lose to the Croods. uh, And then Odyssey Jones attacks after the match. Toxic attraction interview in the parking lot. And I need an episode, every episode of NXT 2.0 going forward. I just need to follow toxic attraction to their cars and then interview them. But if we could just follow them as they, as they leave the building, every episode, I would be extremely happy. Um, Basically they talk about, you know, being champions and being dominant, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then Raquel shows up. Tells Mandy to keep her title warm for her. Raquel comes out, calls out Dakota. Dakota's clearly lost her shit. She's freaking out. She looked like a DC supervillain. Just tweaking the fuck out. Uh, she gets jumped by Cora Jade, who was not happy with the way she was treated last week, apparently. And then Raquel is not happy that Cora Jade stuck her nose in her business and said, listen, you can have what's left of her when I get done. And Cora's like, okay, can we be friends? And Raquel just kind of told her keep your hands to yourself we're not about that shit um andre chase puts on a community college commercial which was interesting um apparently he's opening one i don't know it was weird uh we got a gyv vignette uh basically rules of distraction where they're 
running around learning how to cheat better to be heels. Fucking stupid. Uh, Grimes defeats Rufang. Duke Hudson needs to know if Grimes is a hustler or just a lucky fool. And we find out Grimes hustled the shit out of Duke Hudson last week. Uh, he's not as stupid as he looks. So apparently we are going to get a poker showdown next week. Um, praying to God it's not strip poker because that is one hairy son of a bitch. Uh, Baby Uso defeats Waller at night. Indian Persia have an interview. Tony has a message for Dexter, uh, and it's a dead fish that he hands to Indy and says, give this to Dexter because Italians, that's what we do. Like, we just hand people dead fish all the time. Uh, Electra Lopez has a squash match and then calls out Zion Quinn because, again, everyone's trying to fuck and she is trying to fuck Zion Quinn. Uh, also offers him a spot in Legato del Fantasma because she says what La Madrina wants, La Madrina gets, and she wants Zion Quinn. Uh, he turns her down. Legato attacks. He wipes them both out. Then he kind of, she goes to slap him. He spins her around. I think she came, stopped them from attacking him, and he escaped. And Katie, you can look at me like that, but if you saw the look on her face the same way I did, I'm pretty sure that's what that looked like. Um, we got hipster Kyle O'Reilly, who apparently is losing his tag team partner already, uh, says he's got something special with Von Wagner. Uh, he, he wasn't looking for a new partner, but he found a new partner and he wants to make this work. Uh, and then Imperium shows up to talk shit and Von Wagner walks in, apparently taking a break from his duties as Adam Pierce's bodyguard that we find out about later, uh, to kind of scare them off. And in our main event, we got Pete Dunn versus Carmelo Hayes. There is a whoop that trick chant in the middle of the match that made me want to go watch hustle and flow. Um, we also got Dexter Loomis ringside Dunn ends up getting the win because Johnny Gargano got involved cost cost Carmelo the win. Uh, what are you guys swallowing from NXT this week? What'd you guys like? Guys, good. Ah, shit. Um, what I take in the NXT is so different now. It's like, I try to watch it with a different mindset now. It's, it's on the development. So toxic traction is like my main thing I like. And then Carmelo Hayes, though, too. Okay. I'm with you on that. I mean, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, uh, I was just going to say, that. Toxic Attraction had that six-woman tag team match in the beginning of the night, uh, getting the win over EO and Team Ninja. They're great to watch. They're fun. I, I love what they've done with Mandy Rose and bringing her up to this level that she hasn't been at, that no one really saw her at until she went back down there, and now she's fucking killing it. Gigi and JC are great, and Carmelo Hayes is talented as all fucking hell. So is Pete Dunn. They put on a damn good match outside of the bullshit finish shenanigans stuff. Um, I also really enjoyed that chant. Whoop that trick was great. Uh, I hope that becomes a thing every week. So what do you got, Daryl? Yeah, so Don went with Toxic Attraction, so I don't want to double up, so I'm going to go with MSK. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and swallow that, even though they're going for the mile high club. I don't know if that's really why I want to be swallowing right now, but <laughs> I'm always going to support them. So, so you're, you're an MSK fan because my co-host Vince uh, is also big yeah. on MSK. I didn't watch them in Impact. Right. I, I'm familiar with what they did in Impact, but I haven't. So I give him a lot of shit about how 
Uh, they left the best member of that group over an impact and he didn't come over and how NXT really hasn't done shit with them. Ouch. So Ouch. that's crazy. Cause usually I'm saying impact hasn't done shit with Trey Miguel. So, but you know, they switched it up. He's I'm a fan champion, of him, so we'll see where that goes. Cause actually, uh, what's the cause? The homie though, Desmond Xavier, who's an MXK. He actually is like building a show, our show a whole bunch of times. I just met him like a whole bunch of times too. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's real cool. All right. Well, I know that there was that whole thing with Izzy's dad who almost got his ass whooped, supposedly causing issues for MSK as well because he didn't like the fact that MSK and Lindsay and a few other people may or may not have insinuated that it wasn't a good idea for him to allow his child to take a choke slam at her age or be trained by a pedophile, which I fully support both of those ideas. Uh, Not a good idea. So... If you are mad about that, you might want to look inside yourself and review what you're feeling inside and not try and bury wrestlers who are out here doing what your daughter wants to do to make a living. Uh, you fucking dick. So. Very well said. Yeah, fuck EC's dad. Exactly. Katie, what are you swallowing from uh, NXT 2.0? Toxic Attraction, Baby Uso, Carmelo Hayes, Electra Lopez, and Zion Quinn. Listen, Matt. Everybody's trying to fuck. I want that to happen. The two of them, <laughs> I need it. I'd watch it up for it. What would a title be? Something terrible. Like, <laughs> the porn titles are terrible. You keep going. Let me think for a second. I was not prepared for that. I know. Um, I mean, I think that's mainly it. I mean, you guys kind of brought up everything. Toxic Attraction has been killing it since NXT 2.0 started. Mandy's a star. I I also almost follow everything with Dakota Kai right now. She's doing the crazy supervillain character very well. And I want her in the fucking War Games match. I don't care how or why, but I need her in it so she can actually, you know, wrestle in it this time and not turn on Deegan Knox. And then you bail. And then, and yeah, and then leave. I Terrible. was there for that. Wait, were you really? Yeah, I was there for that. Aw, uh, I'd have been pissed. No, it was actually a really great match. Um, So if I'm not mistaken, Zion Quinn in real life was a soccer player, correct? I, uh, so. I do Maybe. not know. Maybe. I'm going to look this up. Well, yeah, because it goes into me titling that porno. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rugby uh, player. That still works. So uh, his real name is Daniel Vidot, right? Mm-hmm. So I. If you go with what we get now, because you don't get like fancy Pornhub names like uh, all girl anal six or anything like that anymore. Like they don't do that shit anymore. Now it's just, you know, you search what what's going on in the video. I would say that that would probably be uh, Daniel Vidot scores goal on Big Booty Latina would probably be the title of what you find on Pornhub for that. It sounds about right. Yes. Um, Good job, for, Matt. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm with you guys on all that. I, I love Tony D. 
I, I joke about, oh, yeah. you know, all that dumb shit with the, the fish head and everything like that. But as an Italian, I, I kind of love what this man does. It cracks me up. He's from Chicago. Uh, him delivering the fish head like this is fucking Godfather. I, it cracks me up. Uh, also, I, I really love Dexter Loomis, too. So the idea of those two getting into a feud once Dexter and Johnny figure out what the fuck's going on with Carmelo and Trick, like, I'm good with that, too. So I need Dexter to do more shit. So I'm good yeah. with that. Uh, are we spitting anything from NXT this week? I'll say it. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I think Kyle O'Reilly is a great wrestler, but uh, man, ah, it's just not. This isn't doing anything for me. Like, I don't. I don't know what the deal is. Like you said, hipster Kyle O'Reilly. Like, like I don't know. Like, what's still here? Yeah, same here. Yeah, I'm not fucking with Kyle O'Reilly either. the The whole thing with him and Von Wagner is weird and doesn't make sense. The them changing Kyle O'Reilly and I don't know if it was Kyle's idea if he's like this is who I am in real life let me be me if that is you need to keep that off my fucking tv because it's terrible and I don't <laughs> want to see that like keep that to yourself and let them give you something it's one of the rare cases I'm going to say that uh because it, it's been ass and then um Von Wagner isn't doing it for me either like I don't know what they saw in this guy why they put him in that fatal five-way number one contender match like I, I i don't see it in him uh i saw somebody l- call him good kali earlier on twitter <laughs> i saw that too <laughs> that a great kali looks like, looks like a gargoyle yeah so. <laughs> or goldar from power rangers that's what he looks like yes yes uh so yeah no i'm not feeling that shit at all and then uh i'm not Andre Chase isn't doing it for me. This whole community college, teaching lessons. Like I said before, we've seen it with Matt Stryker. We've seen it with kind of Gulak with his PowerPoint thing, which I actually enjoyed more than I enjoy this. Like, that was actually kind of fun. I don't think this is going to get over. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. And also with Chris Nowinski, too. Remember him? Yep. 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 Mr. Harvard, Chris Nowinski. So I'm, uh, I'm spitting that as well. And I don't think anything else really like I really actually I've been really, really enjoying uh, NXT 2.0. So I don't have a whole lot of complaints about it. Uh, overall, are we spitting or swallowing NXT 2.0? Swallowing? Yeah, I guess I'm we'll swallow. You're going to gargle NXT? Yeah. Mm. I'm still not okay. sold on it. I'm going to watch okay. more. Okay. Well, we didn't get the big, big bad booty breaker this week either, and that was a little that that made me sad because he was off in NXT UK. He did a little side vignette about you know him being over in NXT UK, but he wasn't on our screens this week. So, uh, you got to do like a science project, like you know how Steiner had this math. You got to do like a whole science thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's funny that Scott Steiner had his Steiner math promo, but Rick Steiner actually teaches math in real life. Wait, really? Yeah, cool. Rick Steiner. Like Rick Steiner is a math teacher, and Scott Steiner owns like a food chain uh, somewhere. Shonies. Yeah, Shoney's. Yep. There you That's go. The Shonies. Yep. yep. Uh, where do you guys want to go next? Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, Rampage. No Raw. Raw. Get out the way. All right. 
Uh, we kick it off. KO is basically, he, he starts with Big E, but he's basically just running around begging people to believe him and like him and trust him. He's like, I know I'm a shitty person, but like, please just believe that I didn't mean to do it. And please, please, please like me. Uh, this is not going to go well for him later. We've got a Seth Rollins promo. He comes out, debates KO's morals, lists all the people that KO betrayed. KO chases Rollins around the ring until he runs away. Then again, begging Rey Mysterio to believe he's a good person. He begs our truth. And then our truth lists all of the insane shit that he believes in, like flat earth and reptile people and just all sorts of fun, crazy mm -hmm. shit. Uh, we got Riddle who won't shut the fuck up and then gets Randy in trouble with the Street Profits. And if you are not familiar, if you are new listener from Powerbomb Jutsu or don't know, uh, as Matt Ritter, I absolutely hate Matt Riddle with a fucking passion. <laughs> Everything about him and RK, bro. Um, so that's going to be a spit. But, uh, yeah, no, he, he's got Randy talking shit about the Street Profits. They come up, they hear it, they're not happy. So then we get, uh, will can they coexist? The regular WWE trope. It's RK Blows and Street Profits losing to AJ Omos and Rudolph. Um, our newly dubbed Luke and Yoda, Ray and Dom, uh, talk to Adam Pierce backstage or talk to Adam Pierce out in the ring. Adam babbles about how important Survivor Series is and how he wants Raw to win, which doesn't make any fucking sense because you work for both shows, but okay, whatever. Then he tells Dom, listen, everyone on the show is a champion except for you. So you've got to qualify. You can be on the team as long as you can beat this man. And then he leaves and out comes our former almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, who beats the living dog shit out of Dominic. Yeah. Uh, and Ray just sat there and watched it and still the worst father in history. Um, Goku is. That I agree with as well. That I agree with as well. But Ray is the WWE version of Goku when it comes to how you treat your son. What happened tonight is almost as bad as Goku giving a sensu bean to sell before yes. his fight with Gohan. Um, so Ray has an interview where he's really, really mad about what Bobby did to his son, but not willing to really do anything about it. Um Rollins pumps up the Alpha Academy for some fucking reason. Uh, Big E defeats Gable. Otis squares up after the match, but uh, apparently he's got a lobotomy because there's no fucking facials, no nothing there. He just kind of looks like a fucking zombie now. Uh, Sonya announces that the Survivor Series team will have a fatal five-way with the winner getting a shot at Becky. So then Dewdrop, Dana, and Nikki all show up, and they're like, oh, how come I don't get to be in the match? How come I don't get a title shot? How come I wasn't on the Survivor Series team? And Dewdrop, for whatever reason, goes after Bianca and starts questioning Bianca's why she's on the team, why she gets another chance to get a title shot, why she's gotten so many title shots, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, as great as you are, Piper Niven, she's fucking Bianca Belair, and she's fantastic, and she kept getting screwed over, and that's why. Uh, maybe you should take issue with like Carmella or Zelina being on the team over you and not probably the most talented woman on this roster. Uh, let her be because she's going to fuck you up. So we get that fatal five-way match. And of course, Dewdrop comes out, screws over Bianca. Um, 
Liv gets the win, which is great because they're fi- maybe finally going to do something with Liv Morgan and Pusher. I know I've heard people talk about how before Becky left, Becky said that when she comes back, Liv will be a champion. Maybe this is that, maybe not, who knows, but I don't need to see another fucking Liv Morgan character change. Uh, we also got 24-7 title shenanigans. We had a match between... Uh, we had a 24 title match or 24 seven title match. The 24 seven title got passed around more than Riley Reed in a gangbang here. Drake won it. Yeah. Zala won it. Corey won it. Byron won it. Drake won it again. Reggie got it at the end and ran away with it. Like it was a lot of bullshit. Uh, and also our main event Seth defeats KO by count out. Austin theory comes out before the match, tries to get a selfie with Big E, and Big E snatches his phone away. Like he's a child. Uh, Seth says, these are my confessions, uh, like he's Usher, and talks about how he and KO had a plan last week. KO's pissed off, wants to beat the snitch out of Seth. And after KO loses, he fucking snaps and does what everyone said he was going to do anyway and turns on Big E and starts whooping on Big E. What are we swallowing for Monday Night Raw? Well... I'm going to go ahead and uh, swallow Bobby Lashley continuing to beat the sons of other wrestlers. Uh, first Goldberg, now Ray Mysterio. Who's next? Watch your kids. That's all I got to say. I'm with you on that, 100%. Uh, if that's Bobby's new thing is just beating people's offspring, uh, I'm all for it, especially because those kids need to learn not to step to Bobby Lashley. Uh, Goldberg's kid fucked up big time. Dom. Could have easily just said, you know what? Here, spots Take yours. Take the count out. Yep. Take the nope. count out. It's not he went in there, is. got his ass fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to show heart, man. Listen, I, all I care about is Dominic turning on Ray. That's all I give a shit about with Dominic right now. I don't want to see anything else. I don't care about anything else. I need that man to change his name to Guerrero, turn on Ray, admit that Eddie was his real father, Rip that mask off Ray's face, and I need that blood feud. That is all I care about. Like, him wearing Ray like Yoda as a backpack coming down to the ring and being happy and fun. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't want to see that shit. If you guys won the tag team titles together, cool. You know, if you want to pass the mask on to your son, have a feud. Let your son win the mask off you and become the new Ray Mysterio. Like, however you want to do it. But them still being a thing, like, all it is is ray being an overprotective father but not in the way he needs to be where he's like trying to save his son from getting his ass whooped he's letting his son get his ass whooped but then also trying to give him advice like hey you know be like me do do more things that i would do and dominic's kind of rebelling but then they get away from it like it's fucking weird and it doesn't make sense and they just need to fucking get into dominic being like fuck you dad i don't want to be you i want to be my own man and taking ray out that's all i care about but these assholes with those character though. That's what Ray says. They should have a ladder yeah. match for the mask. All right, WrestleMania. Down versus Rey Mysterio. Mask on the line. He beats his ass and then Ray retires. That's it. There you go. Look, this this feud sounds great and all. But at the end of it, what do you want to see Dominic Mysterio do? Like like what's left for him to do? Like I actually don't see like, what does he do? 
I mean, if he beats his father, he wins the mask. However, he goes about it, whether he decides to wear the mask and carry the legacy or not. I mean, he's still young. So we're looking at a possible maybe U.S. title run. After the fact, as a heel. They're going to put him in a stable with uh, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. He he could be the third member of Los Lotharios. Right. And they're going to sit around and catering like Lucha House Party, and that'll be the end of it. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I would say that Aaliyah has a better shot in Los Lotharios after the way she was fucking Buddy, buddy Murphy, <laughs> but uh, not a good one. <laughs> Again, no. which is why Ray is a terrible father, because he just let that shit happen. He didn't do nothing about it. Like, just let this dude... He brought his family out there, put them yeah. in danger, put Aaliyah out there, let Buddy come in, and after, like, losing his eye and shit, just let this dude bang his daughter... And then welcome, get fired. Welcome then, like welcome into the family. Like, yeah, it's all love. Forget all that stuff you did with Seth. He was, it's all love now. Like, yeah, terrible dad, just terrible. It is. Um, are we swallowing anything else from Raw? Katie, you got anything? Uh, live winning. Okay, for sure. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like, I love Bianca. I'm just glad somebody else is finally getting another shot too. I mean, yeah, Bianca was fucking screwed over how many times? I was there at SummerSlam where Becky came back and she squashed her. Which was bullshit. Exactly. And I'm just happy that Liv, who has been busting her ass for months, is finally getting a shot at the title. So I love that. And the whole Biggie, Seth, Kevin stuff. I love this. Because Seth is a little bastard. As we know, he's playing... Kevin and Big E like a fiddle. He's doing great putting like he's putting all this shit in Kevin's head. Kevin finally snapped, turned on Big E, but there was also history with him turning on the New Day and stuff like that. So it was bound to happen. And I just know that the match, whenever it happens between Seth and E is going to be incredible. And I'm hoping that we get KO versus Big E first because Yes. KO is a former Universal Champion, former NXT Champion. It's a very credible win for Big E to add to his accolades as WWE Champion because I want to see Big E do big things, get big wins, and have a meaningful title run. I don't want to see them just yeah. put it on him to put it on him and then take it off him and throw it on Seth, you know, his first big feud after Bobby. So let's do more of that. I agree. Uh, we sp- what, are, what are we spitting for Monday Night Raw? Becky I'm spending 20. Yeah, Becky Lynch. And uh, 24 uh, 7 shit. I'm so tired of that. <laughs> the gangbang? You, you, yeah, you, like, you weren't feeling the 24 7 gangbang? Yeah, I'm tired of it. It's too much, it's too much gangbanging going on. I'm with you. Like, I didn't need to see Byron Saxton win a fucking title. Like, Corey was kind of cool, but I didn't need to see that shit. Reggie ended up with the belt at the end. So it was basically like a championship scramble. It didn't, I, I don't know. If it's a 24-7 title, why are we having matches on Raw, on business hours? Why is it only defended on business hours if it's fucking 24-7? Like, I do not know. Uh, I'm kind of with you on Becky. I haven't really been feeling Becky since her return. Um, I know that her whole aesthetic now is just like how she does her hair and what she wears more so than promos or being Becky. So... I'm kind of ready for them to take the belt off her. Like, I don't need to see yeah. her as champ anymore. 
it's pretty much just like her and Rylance who can look the stupidest to each week, you know? Who can get them outfits on? Like, let's one-up each other. They got married, and now they share a gimmick. So, yeah. It is. And we saw what happened the last time they paired those two together and did something with them, how well that went. Becky caught an end of days, and Rollins was in obscurity for months. I mean, so. Becky getting the end of days was actually kind of cool, though. Yeah, no, that was fun. Uh, I'm spitting the- Adam Pierce, acting like Team Raw being this dominant thing is such a big deal when this motherfucker runs both shows. Oh, so like you just got your ass beat by Brock Lesnar two weeks ago on SmackDown, and now here you are on Monday Night Raw being like, Oh, sorry, Dom. I didn't want you on the I put you on this team, but I don't want you on this team, so I'm gonna feed you to the Almighty just for funsies. And that's I don't well, if you're gonna do this, on. have hold on. Go ahead. Now that you said that, hold on. What if his whole thing is he's building a group of guys to protect him from Brock Lesnar? So he can hide over on Monday Night Raw. And he looked at Team Raw and said, one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Why would I keep Dominic Mysterio when I could have Bobby Lashley as my offensive line? I mean, true. true, But but then he showed up on SmackDown. Like, I I, stop it. I agree. We've talked about this. Like, if you're going to do this brand split bullshit, and you're going to have Survivor Series be this thing, just have Adam run Raw for a year, whatever, and have Sonya, because she's got beef with Naomi, run SmackDown until the next year or whatever, and then just swap it. Just switch up teams. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. But, like, don't act like you're not on both shows every fucking week. Both of y'all, stop. It was another missed opportunity, like the million they had with the draft, where they could have had Adam be the representative for USA and Sonya be the representative for Fox and let them run their own shows. There's no point in having both of them on both shows. It doesn't make any exactly. fucking sense. So exactly. I'm with and you on these that. teams don't make sense because like half these teams, like Team Raw was on SmackDown like about three weeks ago. Listen, do not, do not get me started on the fucking brand split. I've done it way too many times. I hate everything about the draft, (laughs) about the brand split, about how they do not honor it, about their decision-making, where they do the draft, all of this shit. They book around the dumbest shit. Like, oh, we did a draft here when SmackDown debuted, so now we have to do a draft here every year. No, the fuck you don't. You don't have to set that date for it. You did that for a specific reason. You can do a draft after WrestleMania. You can do a draft after SummerSlam. Do whatever you want. You could have done qualifying matches for all of these spots instead of announcing nope. them on fucking social media. Nope. Terrible. Ah! Terrible. Yeah. Uh, I'm also spitting Matt Riddle because fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Overall. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was going to make a list. I, Matt Riddle, of course, uh, always, I don't know what he is. He just annoys the hell out of me. Um, I know I spit like out you. Bianca Belair and Dewdrop because, like, didn't we just go through this thing with Dewdrop and Eva Marie where 
even Marie's a bad person and Dewdrop's such a great person. Now, now we're just switching up again. She's going back and forth. She's going to be the new Natalia. So she's going to switch back and forth over and over Ooh. again. Next week, she'll be she'll be the good guy again. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and spit out Austin Theory because, come on, we're just doing the selfies. Like, there's nothing else to it. It's just... It's just nasty weird. shit on the phone, too, because he's a nasty person. Yeah. Uh, that's true. That's true. So you're not you're not a fan of him stealing Tyler Breeze's gimmick? No, not at all. No, no I'm, I feel like I'm uh, a fan of Tyler Breeze though. I feel like he's he's gonna go to jail if they find his phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh so. my god! There's some stuff in that oh, Austin phone. That's why Big E snapped, smacked it because he knew. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, Big E's like, I don't want to touch that shit. Uh, I feel like there was a reason he was playing a child on NXT, but that's neither here nor there. Um. What? I mean, he was playing Johnny Gargano's kid. So was Indy. I feel like there's a reason he was put in that role. Yeah, he should be in jail, though. But, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not jail police here. The other thing I enjoyed overall was Archie saying a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> About he was the flat this, earth and shit, yeah. UFOs, all kind of crazy shit. I'm like, R-Truth is the only saving grace of that 24-7 division, and he's not even champion, so you don't even need to have that belt around anymore. You can just let R-Truth be R-Truth on a regular basis. Like, now that him and Carmella aren't a thing anymore, which was the greatest part of this whole 24-7 title run, just let R-Truth do R-Truth shit. Like, let him interrupt people. Let him come out and forget what fucking day it is or what show he's on or what channel it is. Let him have these conversations in the back. Like, you don't need a 24-7 title to do that. Um, overall, raw spit or swallow? <laughs> spit, spit. It's too, it's too long. I'm just gargling. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I I really did enjoy all the KO uh, Biggie stuff, but there's also a lot I didn't like. So uh, I'm about fifty fifty on that. Um, where are we gonna go next? Dynamite, Rampage, or SmackDown? Well, Dynamite, so SmackDown. Oh, okay. Get WWE out of the way. Sounds yeah. good. So, uh, speaking of uh, Karen Deville, uh, she kicks it off with a women's Survivor Series team promo. She announces all of the SmackDown women. They took away Shotzi Blackheart's last name because they're fucking bastards. Um, and then, as she runs it down, she gives Bianca, the team captain, a big introduction. Bianca comes out. Her and Shotzi go after each other. They're pulled apart. Naomi's music hits. She hits the ring. We get a huge brawl, which leads to a six-woman tag. I didn't write down who won that. Aaliyah, uh, Aaliyah won. That's right. That's why I didn't write it down. Uh, Did she throw in a Huh? Did she throw up in a ring? Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. So I saw a clip after the, during the celebration where it's Sasha, uh, Naomi, and Aaliyah, and they're cheering, and all of a sudden you just kind of see Aaliyah go like this and then turns around and walks away and she spits something out. looks like she puked a little in her mouth uh, as she turns away and then comes back and she's just kind of wiping her mouth up a little bit. So apparently uh, beating Natalia or maybe the smell of Natalia brought some stuff up in her. It's uh, not the smell of Natalia. It's, it's all the cats. She has so many cats. It's all the cats. It's, it it could be that. Like, I mean, you smell like cat piss in her I was going to say, no. it's a well-known fact that Natalia does not wear underwear uh, underneath okay. her clothes, and I, it was a very I intense this, right? buddy match. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'm not even making that up. No, he's there not. Was, it's true. 
Oh, you know, there was a whole thing where that. like her pants split and you just got the shot of well, I had Ghost no Commando. Idea. Yeah. Well, okay. I learned something new. Okay. That's why we're here to teach you new stuff. Right. Um, like the more you know, you know. Jeff Hardy's creeping on Sammy backstage, practice well, Sammy practices a motivational speech. And then when he's like, All right, well, you know, what'd you think? He's like, Oh, it sucked. Uh, so then Sammy gets mad and goes to Adam Pierce, who has Von Wagner just hanging out with him in his office for no fucking reason, not saying anything, just standing there. And he's like, Listen, I want Jeff Hardy off the team, and blah blah blah. And he's like, you know what? I was just talking about weak links. So what we're gonna do is you versus Jeff, and whoever loses is off the team. Uh, get rid of those weak links, which pissed Sammy off. Uh, we also got a Aaliyah interview. Sonya interrupts, asks Aaliyah how long she's been or how long she's known Naomi before she actually goes, actually, you know what? Never mind. Um, bad news. You're not on the team anymore. Uh, and then before Aaliyah can say anything, she's like, oh, hold on. I got a phone call and bails. So I don't know if she was insinuating that Naomi got her kicked off or if she got kicked off because of Naomi, because uh, obviously Sasha's not getting kicked off, but I don't know who's taking Aaliyah's place now. I was hoping Tony Storm, but it looks like Tony Storm might have better shit to do. So we'll see. Uh, we got a Roman interview. Basically says Kayla wants to fuck Paul Heyman and then hands the interview off to Paul. Uh, Paul tells us that in this match, if Roman loses, he will bend the knee. If Xavier loses, he will bend the knee. And if Roman refuses to bend the knee, they can strip the title from him and he'll leave SmackDown, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then we got uh, Shinsuke Bugamora defeating Los Lotharios, right? They won that match? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Um, or no, 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 no. Los, Los Lotharios won. won. Yes. I do that all the fucking time. Uh, Los Lotharios defeat uh, Bugamora, which is what I'm going to call them oh. now because I don't, I don't want to say Boogs and fucking Shinsuke Nakamura. That's a lot. Um, we got a Charlotte promo. She calls Becky face, does this really terrible fucking uh-oh thing with the crowd where she's trying to get the fans to say uh-oh with her and lists all these things about Becky and then goes, uh-oh. Um, Tony interrupts, thank God, comes out, basically calls Charlotte on her shit, says, say what you want about Becky. She defended her title. When was the last time you defended your title? How about you defend it tonight against me? And Charlotte's just like, mm, no, and then bails. Um. King Xavier has an interview, talks about how he's going to win tonight, talks about how they did Kofi wrong. Ricochet steals Aaliyah from Ali. So Aliyah's feeling down on herself. You know, she got this big win, but she got kicked off the Survivor Series team. And Ali thinks he's going to come in and neg her and maybe get some pussy, you know, talking about all this bad stuff. And Ricochet is like, nope, power of positivity, and just swoops in and takes her away. And just leaves Ali looking stupid. Uh, we had a terrible hit road, Jinder Mahal and Shanky rap segment that just did not work for me at all. Uh, we got another Ridge Holland interview. Apparently he is obsessed with Seamus tributes, his career and his success to Seamus. So I was like, listen, I know Seamus. We were the bar. We set, we didn't just set the bar. We were the bar. I wouldn't get your hopes up right now with this version of Seamus. It's not it. And he's like, listen we're going to be better than you guys were as a tag team. Sheamus is going to be here next week. I don't know how I'm feeling with this whole Ridge Holland stealing my co-host, my co-host ex Sheamus Stan gimmick. Like, 
not really feeling maybe, it. Maybe that's why Vince had to lose it so Ritalin could pick it up. Yeah, that could be. Uh, and then in our main event, Ex- Xavier Woods wins by DQ, which means that Roman should have bent the knee because Xavier Woods won the match. And he does bend the knee, but as he bends the knee, the Usos then crown him with Woods' crown and dub him king. So now he is the tribal chief and tribal king, I suppose. Um, what are we swallowing from SmackDown? I was going to let them go first. <laughs> I don't think Dom's swallowing anything from SmackDown. Uh-huh, yes. yes. <laughs> that fellow sleep during SmackDown. Wow. Damn. Cold blooded. I woke up to Roman Reigns with a crown on his head. That's all the only thing I remember. <laughs> so you, like, you missed the entirety of the show. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Why is that a crown? And I'm like, no, okay, something must have happened. So I went on Twitter and seen what happened. So that's my moment. I'm going with Roman. Okay. okay. I watched the show and I'm not swallowing anything. So, what? Uh, okay. and I usually like SmackDowns. Uh, this week wasn't it. I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. There, I mean, I'm going to swallow Shotzi every chance I get when she's on my screen. Shotzi <laughs> yeah, Blackheart, nice. to Fair be enough. clear, I will swallow Shotzi Blackheart all day long. Um, also, Tony uh, interrupting Charlotte. I enjoyed that. I would love to see Tony versus Charlotte. I would love to see them actually fucking utilize Tony Storm. On our TV, so I'm gonna swallow that as well. Uh, what do you got, Katie? Um, the Roman Xavier match. I I'm just happy that Xavier's finally getting his time to shine, and that match was really good. And I knew there was gonna be some bullshit ending because it's Roman and the Usos. <laughs> like they're they were gonna involve somehow. I knew that was gonna happen, but I loved the match. Tony Storm. Thick as ever. We love to fucking see it. Yes, yes. And I'm hoping since now that Aaliyah is off the team, Zia Lee joins. Why is that, Katie? Because I don't want Zia Lee to just kick me in the face. It's not a lot I'm asking for. It's not. No. <laughs> I yeah. I have a we- I have a weekly thirst tweet for Zia Lee specifically to kick you in like- the face, which we we do not kink shame. So if if being kicked in the face is your thing, more power to you. Only um, for her. Only for her. She kicked me in the face too. Her. You know you wanted, Didn't you want Sonya to step on you at one point though? So this is kind of a thing. That was before no, no. she became Karen no, no. and no, no, all that no. other shit. Um, Let's calm down here. <laughs> Put my shit on blast, Matt. Fuck you. It's all on Twitter. We've all seen it. Um, Whatever. <laughs> it 100% was on Twitter. Um, I'm going to swallow Ricochet as well because, like, listen, Ricochet doesn't get, doesn't have a lot of personality to show, or at least doesn't get to show the personality that he has. But I felt like he finally had a little bit of swag to him. And I'm almost 90% sure as he walked away with Aaliyah, I heard him say, Let me show you a magic trick and grabbed one of her fingers. So I'm about that. Like, I know how Ricochet gets down. Do your thing, bro. <laughs> I always forget Ricochet still exists in the WWE. Until he shows up. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit, he's still here. Yeah. And we let go Keith Lee and Karrion Cross and Kev Ricochet, who they're not using at all. All right. 
Listen, I didn't put it in my notes. Are we done with swallows? We good on swallows? Yeah, we're good. Okay. That's I'm storm. I am there. yes. There you go. I am spitting happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. I said I was not putting my notes. I'm not going to talk about what the fuck they did. This shit is terrible. And the fact that you let these two men get time on my TV every week and you could not figure out how to properly use Keith Lee and you fucked up carrying cross the way you did. Not that carrying cross is anywhere near the wrestler that Keith Lee was, but at least he had an entertaining entrance and a gimmick and that whole thing with Charlotte. And you just stripped all that away and then fired this man. And I got to watch fucking Riddick Moss tell terrible jokes every week, like a fucking idiot and laugh and, Corbin, who has only been entertaining when he was a bum and broke, and we got to, you know, enjoy his depression. Like, <laughs> come on. Come on. You don't have any arguments. Yeah. No. Sounds about right to me. I, but I did like Baron Corbin. Corbin. This whole happy Corbin small. thing, happy talk, all that shit, it's trash. It's terrible. fucking terrible. It's garbage. It's terrible. And speaking of trash and terrible, uh, the Hit Row Jinder Mahal rap battle segment oh, yeah. thing that they did. I've seen it on I, Twitter. That was bad. That hurt me. That hurt what me a lot. What the fuck was that? I don't know. I like Jinder and Hit Row. I know a lot of people wouldn't admit to like, liking Jinder, but I like Jinder. And... PC will appreciate that. Yeah, uh, this is... Uh, it's hard to watch Jinder lately. This is terrible. Listen, I didn't want to believe that they were not going to do Hit Row right on the main roster. I wanted to believe that Hit Row was going to be okay. And then they took away B-Fab, and Hit Row is not hitting. Like, yep. I don't know what they did, what what has exactly – I can't pinpoint what exactly has changed about them, but with even before B-Fab left, but at least with her there, like, they still kind of felt like Hit Row, like there was a little bit of hope. Once she mm. was gone, just – Something about that group just doesn't fucking fit and feel right anymore. Yeah. Also, completely forgot until someone showed me today that she was the interviewer for Raw Underground that Shane used. I saw that and I was like, oh, holy shit. I completely yeah. forgot that existed. Yeah. Raw Underground was a thing. Yeah. Nice. Really. yeah. I think what happened with Hit Row was they made a uh, top dollar the leader now instead of Swerve. Yeah, that's a problem too. Like Top Dollar, he's cool, but he's not cool as Swerve Scott. And he's not a leader. Like he's he's your enforcer. He's your big guy. Right. Like yep. he's the muscle. So I hate his outfits. And that gender shanky, <laughs> that whole thing was trash. That was terrible. You hate his outfits, you said? Yes. Oh, you don't you don't like his fits? Yeah, I like Top Dollar fits. You ever see my tweets? You always have the worst fits. That's me. All right. I was gonna ask <laughs> you my city turns. Who does the majority of the tweeting on the Power Bomb Jutsu? Uh, it if depends. it's super They're... early in the morning, it's me. Or if it's super late at night, it's me. Like, And I do like long thread tweets, so it's me. But it's mostly Dom. Okay. Yeah, so it's mostly me if I'm watching like Raw. I tweet halfway and I stop tweeting because I'm either dumped to show or not watching anymore. And I always do uh, Rampage and in um, NXT, I do. You wake up for Rampage. That's how you catch the end of SmackDown. Is that's when you wake up? For <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and Impact is me, I guess, because nobody else watches that. 
And then like five people, five people. And then then it's like a random time, like it was like a pay per view, like a GCW event or something. We both tweet, and then we pretty much almost get banned off of Twitter. Okay, okay. (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out which one of you guys I interact with the most, because I do interact with you guys, and that's kind of like I. We've been, you guys have been sharing our stuff. I've been sharing your stuff. We've interacted a little bit, and then I saw one of you posted something about how people need to let you come on their show, and I was like. I got the perfect show to bring them on. So that was me. Oh yeah, that's, like, that's dumb because I'm anti social. So you right, shot. So. Look at that. You shot your shot. Now here you are on Pornhub. Right. There yeah. we go. There you go. To my mom, I made it a Pornhub. <laughs> Tiana Trump coming for that number one spot. Oh my god, I tweeted that on my personal account too. Like, what's Tiana Trump doing this weekend? She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be watching the show. <laughs> uh, overall, smat or. Uh, Yes, do we do? Yeah, SmackDown, Spit or Swallow. Mm. Unless you guys got more spits, but I feel uh, like Charlotte. I'm spitting Charlotte. Oh, oh I was gonna spit Charlotte. Charlotte. I always spit Charlotte. So that promo was garbage, Matt. Regardless if I hate Charlotte as a person, because I like I kind of do, I, that promo was absolute trash. Tony saved it. I mean, I'll how often do we see Charlotte have good promos? Like she had one. That one. You said that one, and yeah, it's like um, nobody can remember. Yeah, yeah I can't remember exactly. She, she's talking that tells shit, you exactly though. how good she is. But she was talking some shit, though. I remember that's it. So I remember yeah, she was she was making weird faces and she's talking that flair shit. Crowded chant anything except woo. Like we we know who your dad is. You spent the better part of a decade telling us, and it's come on. You're just like him. It's terrible. Like I'm always gonna spit Charlotte. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, overall, SmackDown, Spit or Swallow. Uh, can I just gargle it? Because I got faith in SmackDown, yeah. but yeah, this you weren't feeling it this week. I hear you. No, uh, I got Shotzi, I got Xavier Woods. I mean, listen, we didn't really get too much into it, but like, I love the shine that Xavier Woods is getting. Mm-hmm. on these shows i love to see him go against roman reigns and basically beat roman reigns he had roman reigns your wwe champion pin we've seen kofi as champion we've got Big E as champion xavier woods has always kind of been like that third guy you know mm-hmm. so to see the, him kind the of guys never dude, had his solo entrance scene like he's never had his own entrance scene like, he does now he does so. now and it's awesome go. Oh, I was all good with that. So I'm going to swallow for that um, and Shotzi. Uh, that, that'll that put it over for me. The rest was eh. Tonight. I'm going to I'm gonna swallow mainly Roman, Xavier, Tony showing up. Yep. And also Aaliyah getting her first win. Good for her. I mean, she didn't win she anything in NXT, that. so like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, she's doing something. She's doing something. This now. might legitimately be her first win. I think I'm going to guard with no sleep. <laughs> I, I can't fault you for that either. Uh, you guys want to do Dynamite Dem Rampage? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. I know Katie likes to do Dynamite first because it's chronological. So, um, makes life easier. We kick it off. Opening match, like I said, I am not familiar with Chaos. 
I am not familiar with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I may or may not refer to it as IWC fan fiction that doesn't really exist. Uh, but wow. okay. apparently one of those wrestlers by the name of Rocky Romero, who is part of a group called Chaos, which is started by a guy named Okada that people think is very fantastic from Japan. Yes, he is. Not just Okada, but also Shinsuke Nakamura. There you go. Well, yeah, but he's not there anymore. Okada's... Carl Anderson was in the group, too. Yeah, but I did... that, that's when he was cool. So Yeah. I did my research on Chaos because <laughs> I had to. But uh, apparently Okada invited the best friends to join Chaos. So when Rocky Romero came out for his match against Tree Seaman Danielson, uh, he had best friends with them. They put on a great opening match. Uh, Brian got the win. Inner Circle comes out. They get jumped on their way to the ring. Uh, America Top Team destroys the Inner Circle, puts Jericho through a table. They vow to win. They said Dan Lambert's going to pin Jericho on Saturday, and then they have Dan Lambert put Jericho in the walls of Jericho. <sighs> uh, Britt and her friends lose to TJ and Rosa. Uh, Jungle Boy defeats Anthony Bowens because that apparently is Bowens' r- default role is to be the guy that goes in and loses while Max Caster does shitty raps before the match. Uh, Bobby Fish comes down, destroys Jungle Boy after the match. And then Christian and Luchasaurus make the save. Then we get our super clip promo. Cole vouches uh, to the Young Bucks for Bobby Fish. And then they make a match for Bobby Fish versus Jungle Boy on Friday. And then just say, just leave some for them on Saturday when he's done with them. Uh, Wheeler Yuta is decimated by Wardlow for some reason. Uh, the Hardy family office then jumped the best friends. Orange Cassidy gets a twist of fate with a chair around his neck. Uh, CM Punk and Eddie Kingston see each other in a parking lot and decide that they're just going to do this now. Uh, but they get broken up pulled apart never really get to each other leo rush and dante martin defeat matt seidel and lee moriarty and another fuck like dante martin is insane um and so was leo like i forgot how good leo rush was because i got so used to him just running around going lashley lashley and i didn't watch anything he did after he left wwe so uh we got a miro promo he says that if he wins he gets his wife so he needs Daniel Bryan to tell his wife goodbye. This sounds a lot like murder. Like, oh, yeah, like, it was murder. You have to say goodbye to your wife so I can say hello to mine. Yeah, that's it's 100% it's death threat. I watch, a, I watch a lot of horror movies. This sounds like some weird, like, he's been talking to his god, quote unquote. Like, this sounds like some weird ritual where, like, you murder another man so that your wife is resurrected. It, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, maybe like Shamla made a movie. Yeah, maybe Lana's got some weird murder kink where she's like, "You don't get no <laughs> pussy till you kill somebody." Stat him up real quick. Uh, Dax Harwood loses to Pac. Cash, Malachi, and Andrade show up. They stomp Pac out, and then out comes Homelander, the Lucha Bros. <laughs> they run the bad guys off uh, after a brawl. Kenny and Hangman, our main event contract signing. Uh, basically they just kind of lay out everything. They go to shake hands. Don Callis, who is wearing uh, a fake must goatee and shit comes in, hits hangman, busts him open. And then Kenny 
I guess signed his name in blood with his finger. I don't know what the fuck no. that was, but that was not a. I think he was I trying to do the Omega symbol. I think that's what he was trying to do. It didn't work, but that's what he was trying. Fairly certain he did not sign on a dotted line, and that is not a legally binding signature. <laughs> uh, neither here nor there. Dynamite. What do we swallow him? What do we like? I like the tag team match Dante Martin and them. That was dope. Mm-hmm. The opening match was dope. Yep. The women's match was dope. Yep. Pac and um, Crash Wilder, whatever his name is. Crash Crash Wilder. Yeah, that's a Crash Wilder. That, yeah, that was dope. And what else? Um, some Nero, too. Nero yeah, Mur- yeah Nero beating ass for God. <laughs> All right, I want to I want to run something by you guys because I have a theory. Okay. So, I believe Hangman Page is going to win tomorrow. He, he better Saturday. Win. I agree. I feel like you can't screw this man over and extend this anymore. He needs to win. It, it is a miss. So, if that is the case, I feel like Miro is the logical winner of this tournament now because you need a heel to face Hangman after he wins, but. After listening to Busted Open and hearing some things, I kind of had a thought. So Malachi Black kind of talked about a dark cloud and people betraying Cody and all this shit, right? What if all that shit between Tony Khan and Eric Bischoff was a work and Malachi and the House of Black is somehow involved with Eric Bischoff, who is coming for Tony and AEW because they took WCW slot on TNT. They brought wrestling back. He's got this vendetta against Tony Khan and Malachi black and Eric Bischoff start gathering wrestlers to kind of combat. So like what you'll end up getting is eventually Malachi black attacking hangman, Adam page, getting that heel heat that they want from Malachi black, but they're not getting because nobody fucking likes Cody Rhodes and likes seeing him get dropped. But you got your Andrade's, you've got possibly Miro, you've got Malachi Black, you've got these guys with Eric Bischoff, and maybe Malachi Black is the guy eventually that beats Hangman and takes the title off him. And then Eric Bischoff has the AEW championship with him and his guys. And you get this feud that we haven't seen between the former owner of WCW and the now owner of AEW. I think you're giving them way too much credit. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to do that. I'm just saying I would enjoy seeing that, but I'm also really That'd big on Malachi, so. No, really? A little bit. Yeah, um, I don't know. Man. Uh, you're giving them way too much credit. I, I, I like it. Well, that was entertaining. But Eric Bishop had to bring back like old WCW guys, though. No, 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 no. The only way it works. That's no, the only way it can work. No, no, like Jericho, uh-uh. Uber 2, Rey Mysterio. I saw him. what he did to TNA. It, no, no. Scott Steiner, they got to get bring him too? No. With a gun? No, no. no. Kevin, Nash was, Kevin Nash was the only WCW guy with a losing record in TNA. We don't, we don't need this back. The Nasty Boys will be tag champs in a month. It's, we don't need this. Nah, no, this no. Is, we're done. I'm talking, I'm talking more like when Ric Flair showed up and kind of took part ownership of WWF and then Vince was all upset and wanted to destroy WWF because 
I want to see Eric Bischoff come in to quote unquote kill AEW, kill all of the AEW, the guys that everyone loves, these these new Japan wrestlers that everyone like Kenny Omega, who they touted as the best wrestler, blah, 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 blah. Do kind of an invasion, but do it the right way with Eric Bischoff and his guys and not fuck it up and have one side extremely overpowered and the other side clearly undervalued and going to lose the entire time. You're talking about the WCW so, and WWF so, invasion from 2001? Yeah. You just... but, so here's my thought on an AEW invasion. They could have had that with Impact, but, uh, you know, they could have. And, you know, AEW guys don't lose to Impact guys, unless you're Christian. Very true. That's and true. That was, so so and, the Eric Bischoff invasion might work with the Ring of Honor guys coming in. Yeah. And then you think like Brian Cage, whose wife like outed that he's not happy. Like he could definitely be one of Man, Eric Bischoff's is. guys. Yeah. She is talking that man out of multiple jobs. This is oh, yeah. <laughs> like she's talking him out of two companies. Like, ah. She's a uh, really nice person on Twitter. So, yeah. Are we swallowing anything else? Uh, I want to swallow uh, Rocky Romero. Uh, not necessarily for his role on Dynamite, but because I had to get the cheap plug in. And uh, he had a great match with uh, Rohit Raju on Impact. Yeah, so. There you go. Okay. Carry over. Okay. <laughs> That's it. There you go. One thing that makes sense was the best friends being in chaos because I think there are Trent and Chuck already are. were in chaos, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. One thing I, w- I want to mention uh, AEW and New Japan stables, they just pretend they never left. Like, like Lance is like, oh no, I never left Suzuki Gun. No, no, you, you left. You clearly left. And it's like. <laughs> They're adding the best friends to chaos, and it's like Chuck's like, I already have a towel and everything. It's like, yeah, we we know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. it's just it's just funny to me. See, you like, know, you clearly left. Yeah. I had no idea what the towel was about. Uh, in my opinion, Chuck Taylor is the least valuable member of Best Friends, and that's including Wheeler Yuta, uh, because as I've stated many times in this podcast before. Anyone who calls themselves Chuck Taylor and does not wear Chuck Taylors has no value to me whatsoever. You just look mm. like uh, you look like Steve Chrisley's cousin, uh, and I don't know why you're on my TV. So, um, I am going to swallow this again. Britt and Jamie and uh, Rebel versus TJ and Thunder Rosa. Love Thunder Rosa. Love Ty Conti. Uh, Anna Jay. I still don't know how I feel about her. Fair. As far as wrestling, uh, Brit's fantastic. Jamie Hader's fantastic. Rebel is Rebel. Um, <laughs> yep. She's there. Rebel. Yeah, she's okay. I know she grabbed uh, somebody's butt before. We took a picture yep. of one of our co-hosts who's, who's not on the show with us. He, she rubbed his butt in the picture. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's a little handsy. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, um <laughs> There's content for porn, uh, porn up right there. I have so many questions and he's not here to answer. So yeah. <laughs> maybe next time we have you guys on, you bring him on and I will, I will put in my notes, ask about the time rebel grabbed your ass. Cause, cause now I've got questions. Um, also, yeah. Leo and Dante versus Seidel and Lee Moriarty. That was the first time I had seen Lee Moriarty wrestle. Cause again, I refuse to watch YouTube shows. 
So I'm not watching AEW Dark or Dark Elevation. Um, so that was cool. Uh, they put on a hell of a match. Uh, it was I'm really happy to see Leo again and kind of remember who the fuck Leo Rush is because it's it's been a while for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Leo owed me a game of 21 because he said he's going to beat me and B, who's our the co-host now on the show, and a game of 21 in basketball. He owes the game. Okay. I must have tweeted him that. He still owes the game. Do you think you're going to win? Yeah, because he doesn't play basketball. He's a rugby player. Okay. All right. Um, and then obviously Malachi Black and Andrade showing up. I'm swallowing that as well. Yep. Um, what are we spitting from Dynamite, if anything? Okay. Dog gals. Well, oh. I'm gonna say Jericho and the whole uh, American Top Team shit. That's just so stupid. But it was funny watching Dan Levers fucking slam him to the table. That was hilarious because I was like laughing, like, "Oh my god, everybody did this." And then the brawl between Eddie Kingston and uh, CM Punk. Stole mine. Because there was one part I peeped. It was like fucking Ruby Soho holding fucking Eddie Kingston back. And I'm like, really? You can just push her off the side and just run and charge him. I don't know. Ruby Soho's got some strong legs. She's from Indiana. She had a a power boost since the show was in Indiana. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that Eddie Kingston CM Punk, I hate the whole thing. I just it's, really, it's just stupid. Yeah, I see. Hate it. And this is not biased because I'm from Chicago and CM Punk is from <laughs> Chicago, but I'm just happy to see CM Punk finally in some kind of a feud where he's not just having random matches and it actually kind of means something and matters. Because the only time we really saw that was kind of with Darby Allen, and really it was just like I want to fight somebody, and Darby was there, so I'm gonna have my first match against Darby Allen. But everything else, like even Team Taz, like. You thought it was leading to him wrestling Ricky Starks, and that never fucking happened. Like, he beat Powerhouse Hobbs and got choked out by Hook, which not going to get into how much I hate the fact that everyone fucking loves Hook on the internet because it yeah, makes no like goddamn Hook. sense. What is there to like about... I'll back you up. I'll back you up. What is there to like about wrestling's Justin Bieber? Thank you. Wrestling's... <laughs> oh, man. He sent Bobby Lashley to straighten him out. Like, yes. Right there. Yeah, honestly. Nothing, like, there's no point to him at all. He's just there and, like... It's terrible. Get rid of him. What, what what is he doing? Has he ever had a though. match? Like, has he had a single no. match? No, he has no. not. Yet all these people are calling. See, and here's my other problem is you are not allowed to call yourself a hooker if you are not selling yourself on the street. All right. I don't there give a go. fuck. Yeah. But he's from uh, the Red Hook section of Brooklyn. Not- yeah, I, I'm talking about his fans. They call themselves hookers. Apparently, you, sir. Dom are a hooker. I'm not a hooker. You're a hooker. Yeah, no, you can't call yourself a hooker unless you're selling yourself on the street. And if you are selling yourself on the street, I'm gonna have you plug that at the end of the show. Let them know where they can find you, <laughs> right. what your nope. rates are. Maybe film yeah. that shit for OnlyFans. Get yeah, you know, my rates are pretty high though. Um, no, I just I personally oh. enjoy the back. I like I really like the promo last week from CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. I don't like Eddie Kingston's ring gear, but I see value in Eddie Kingston on the mic. Yeah, I hate it. I don't know. I, I'm I, I'm in. I'm in on it. I, I want to see the match. So, so here's my thing, and and Dom is gonna say I just hate CM Punk irrationally. Hey, but, you do. Uh, I don't hate the man. I don't. 
I think it just annoyed me because he's basically he's the hill in this whole thing, and like he gets cheered for it, like like the promo last week. He's kind of promo was like, oh maybe it's uh, your fault, Eddie Kingston. Maybe you're not good enough. Nah. He's just sarcastic the whole way through, and the crowd's like, yeah, you tell him. I'm like, man, this guy's a dickhead. Like like he's a terrible person, and they're cheering him for it. I don't know. Maybe I do hate him on a personal level. I don't. Do. I don't know. Envy talk to my you. therapist. About I, I feel like you definitely hate him on a personal level because if if you remember, <laughs> this whole thing started because Eddie Kingston was throwing a tantrum that he lost a match that he thought he should have won, and then got in CM Punk's face during an interview because he thought CM Punk was laughing at him interrupted the interview and started running his mouth to CM Punk because he was mad he lost and then thought he was being laughed at for it. So I don't see Eddie Kingston as the baby face here. I definitely see him as the heel. Yeah, I mean, he is, but so is CM Punk. Like, like I don't know. Like, like they're both jerks. Like, that's what this whole thing is to me. And it's like, it's like, who's the bigger jerk here? Like Eddie Kingston for that trash ass gear, but you know. like he, he looks like a pack of Newports sometimes, but that, that, that is not exactly like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I do just have an irrational hate of CM Punk. I don't know. You do. Okay. First half is admitting you have a problem. We may do just a whole special show where we get into why Daryl hates CM Punk. What the hate? I mean, I like him more than Charlotte, so that's something. <laughs> Uh, are we spitting anything? Or we are on spit. So you're spitting CM Punk. Um, uh, we spit American Top Team. Yep. I agree with Cody, that 100. Cody Rhodes. Yes, Cody Rhodes. Always. This thing being a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, Cody Rhodes. Uh, he can go away. So no, he can't go away because Cody Rhodes always goes away for like three weeks, and then he comes back. And he has like this mega entrance. It's like, ah, oh, didn't you miss me? And he cuts nah. a terrible promo. And he's like, uh, spends the next two weeks on Twitter defending it. Or in, or in this case, like this week, he was defending the terrible promo he had against, uh, what was it, Anthony Gogo all the way back in July. And it's like, it's like, come on, man. just Cody, you don't give us a chance to miss you. Either stick around or just leave and don't come are back you, for it. Are you talking like about three that? Months. Are you talking about that uh, I'm here to end racism promo that he did? Yeah, yeah. He brought it back up again on Twitter this week. I don't know. It, like, it was yeah. a terrible promo then. It's still a terrible promo. I don't know why he decided to bring it back up. Cody Rhodes does not know how to take an L. He never has known how no, to take an L. Not at all. Um, you want to spit Don Callis, right, Katie? I fucking hate that corny piece of shit. I hate Don Callis. You want to money done? No, 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 no. Don Callis is. I forgot Don Callis existed, and my life was happy, and I was so excited for this contract signing. Which the contract signing was great. Hangman throwing the comment about Kenny's tag team partners always being better than him. Loved that. And then that was that was a reference to the guy who's leading Chaos now, right? Or no. Oh, who was no. who was in Golden Lovers with Kenny when they did that Kota weird Bushi. Kota Bushi, yeah. yeah. Very Kota good Bushi, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, I, I get my fan fiction mixed up. You know what? I it, it is it is fair that you call it fan fiction because especially for Kenny and Kota. 
Yeah, because I mean, New Japan's championships are named after like the IWGP, and that's totally a fictional organization, like within their like own storylines. It doesn't exist. There's no IWGP, so it is fan fiction. So, or if you there listen you go, to Mark. our show, it's the ICUP. <laughs> wow. Okay. Break <laughs> <laughs> my heart over there, man. Okay. But I was just happy. I was enjoying the contract signing. Don Callis fucking shows up and he starts talking and I just got mad and upset because I fucking hate that man. And you know what? I hope that after Kenny loses tomorrow, Don's gone too. And like they both kind of just leave for a little bit. No, no, no. Time out, time out. If Don leaves AEW, that means he's going to go back to Impact and I don't need that. Didn't he get fired from Impact? I hope so. I hope he. I think he legitimately got fired from Impact. I hope so. I hope that's true. After the way he, after the way he fucked Impact with that whole deal with AEW, where he's like, "I'm gonna take the two guys that I actually like over here, and I'm gonna bring them to AEW, and I'm gonna take my friend, and he's gonna win your title, and he's just gonna shit all over you guys, and then I'm gonna step down." Yeah, no. Hello, friend, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the world. yeah, I don't know, man. Like you said, Carney piece of shit. Like exactly. old school Carney. Like ah, he's, he's a great character for that shit. No, yeah, but his his character is his real life person too, and that's, exactly that's the that's the cool that's part. Terrible. Sometimes real life makes the best. No, Don Callis and Dan Lambert gotta fucking go. Oh, I hate Dan Lambert. That's that's some more impact trash that AEW picked up that they shouldn't have. Like, like Bobby Lashley and Moose ran them out of impact a long time ago, and I was so happy. Like, I thought I'd never have to see them ever again, and then they came bombing into AEW. Oh, my God. I hate him, and it, it's terrible 1992 promos. Like, oh, my God. Like, terrible. Uh, and last time they left, uh, KM and Impact, who are like, ah, uh, see what I trash like they shit. leave behind. I love what no. you're talking, though. No, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, I think you're the only person. Probably, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. I'm just waiting on to break out the Yo Mama jokes. Like, it's terrible. It's it's grade school. That stuff. still I, wouldn't be as bad as Max Caster's raps or what we got from Ginger tonight. But I, I love true. Max Caster. No, love Max no. Caster. I yeah. liked you so much until I, you said that. Yeah, I love Max Caster. He's uh, fucking awful. Like, I know. the raps I know. are fucking trash. I know, but I love him. So uh, basic, but it's funny. I know. I'm not going to defend it. That's great raps or anything, but I, they make me If you were going to sit here and try and defend that man's bars, no. sir, we're going to have No, no. I'm not going to defend him. I just, I like the dude. Just nah. not going to defend him, though. Like, yeah, fend for himself. He's a big boy. Uh, anything else we're spitting from Dynamite? <laughs> Cody Rhodes shoes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. We're just gonna pick certain, just <laughs> specific parts of Cody Rhodes to spit individually. Right. I'd like to spit the neck tattoo. That was a terrible decision <laughs> then. Terrible decision now. Terrible decision forever. Just right. hey, spit his blonde hair. Yeah. Spit that stupid fucking American flag jacket he comes out in. Him yeah. coming through the crowd acting like he's hot shit. Like uh, <laughs> he's brave to come through the crowd. Like he is brave. Like 
Like, I'm surprised nobody tripped him. Like, I would have pushed him down the steps. Right. Overall, dynamite uh, spit or swallow? Swallow. Yeah, swallow. Swallow. Okay. Roll with that. Rampage. Uh, we kick it off. Bobby Fish loses to Jungle Boy. Adam Cole then attacks Jungle Boy with Bobby Fish, and then they hug. Uh, Christian and Luchasaurus save Jungle Boy from getting a concerto. For whatever reason, Bobby Fish did not leave with Adam Cole and decided to hang out and get his ass whooped. Uh, and Adam Cole and the Young Bucks just watched from the rampway. Then we got Cole and the Bucks promoting the pay-per-view. Hangman interrupts. Adam Cole steps up, which is another possible matchup after Kenny for Hangman is Hangman versus Cole. Uh, and Hangman's like, I need to talk to the Bucks. He's like, anything you got to say in front of them, you can say in front of me. And they're like, no, actually, that's not true. You can leave and we'll talk to them ourselves. Uh Hangman apologizes for being a shitty friend and a shitty person and then threatens them and says, I think we're even. I fucked you out of a tag title shot. You fucked me out of a world heavyweight championship. If you come down to the ring on Saturday and screw me over, I will fucking destroy you. Not mad at it. Uh, We got Jade defeating Santana Garrett. During the match, she threw Santana into the crowd, into Red Velvet's lap. Red Velvet, who was like an angry chihuahua, jumped up. They grabbed her leash and pulled her back to hold her down. Uh, Jade ends up getting the win, and then Red Velvet comes out of nowhere and spears Jade. They start brawling until they're broken up. Uh, Dante Martin defeats Arya Davari in a match I never thought I'd see. Uh, Ricky Starks then offers Dante a spot on Team Taz. No? Why no, you did. Gonna... I'm just shaking my head. Oh, okay. It. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. No, it did. Okay. <laughs> worried me for a second did i didn't see if he accepted though because i was i had some other shit going on he didn't did he give him the contract back or is he mulling it over he was he was holding it he was mulling it over yeah okay so he he hasn't given him an official answer yet the crowd crowd did not want it to happen uh and then in our main event because this was a fucking main event match orange cassidy loses to matt hardy in a lumberjack match that was an absolute clusterfuck yep uh, Blade ends up hitting Orange Cassidy with the brass knucks, and then the best friends get stomped out by the Hardy family office. And Chris Statlander gets punched in the face by Bunny with the brass knucks. And Orange Cassidy lost this feud for whatever fucking reason. And apparently now it's over. Thank God. Like I thought chaos was going to come out, and they didn't. And then I'm like, okay, so they really are make believe because where the <laughs> fuck are you at? Like you just inducted these people, and then you um, no show. Burger. They are at In and Out Burger. Yeah, they were like, too uh, busy getting food yeah. to come help their newly signed members. Uh, just let them get stomped out by, you know, Matt Hardy and his band of misfits his, that nobody gives a fuck about. Gang. Yeah. <laughs> the Matt Hardy gang. <laughs> what are we swallowing from Rampage? This match, Bobby Fish, but it's hit or miss because like Bobby Fish is a good wrestler, but he's a shitty person. Awesome. Also, it makes no sense for him to like. I'm gonna team up with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole. Like, are you, like, are you sticking with the undisputed era stuff, or are you just, I don't know. He's he's just um. He's well, that's my question. If Kyle O'Reilly does end up in AEW, do you want to see Adam Cole kind of screw over the elite and reform a version of the undisputed era to take on Kenny and the Bucks? Yes. 
because it's going to make sense. He's going to screw them over, and then they're going to screw Kenny Omega over. Kota's going to come over to New Japan. It's going to be the Golden Lovers versus the Undisputed Era, whatever they're going to be called, and the Young Bucks. Here we go. Mm, but I don't know. Then the teams are kind of lopsided. Like, like who did the Young Bucks get? Do they go get Gals and Anderson to kiss their ass again for, get, for six months? Or what? They're going to get what's the call? Captain Steen. Oh, yeah, his contract's yeah, supposed to be out soon, isn't it? Yeah. It was a Mount, Mount Rushmore, but then again, yep. Adam Cole got to be over there with yep. them. So, Cole's uh, been in so, too many fucking factions. He can't make up yeah, his he's mind. Everywhere. And then, uh, it's a the hoe. Exactly. He in, um, there you go. He's like he Randy a, Orton. Just click the click. He's in a, um, in a faction in Ring of Honor, too. The Kingdom? The kingdom. Yes. Yep. South of what? I was surprised. That's all. Why? That that I knew that. Yeah, that you knew that. It was Adam Cole, Maria, Mike Ellis, and Matt Taven. Yep. That sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Boom. No, it wasn't. I know it shit. Was good. It was good. Very good. I know things, Matt. You do. You do. I, it's I, <laughs> it's because it's Adam Cole. Come on now. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd be down to see. Kenny and the Bucks versus a you know Red Dragon and Adam Cole or whatever the fuck they end up calling themselves if they call themselves anything. Um, I it, Eon. <laughs> there you go. I don't know how I feel about this whole Adam Cole being a ghost and coming back to life and like that whole weird shit. I'm not mm, not feeling. Uh, I do have a question though. I, I don't know about Bobby. Why is Bobby Fish a shitty person? Yeah, what did he do? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. So, Bobby Fish and Drake Younger, uh, they're big on the whole QAnon thing. Um, okay. The, they go to rallies and things like that. And, you know, they, they do their thing. And they uh, we, we don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> well, that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, no, I just, I, I knew about we, Drake we Younger. Fuck that guy. Uh, I didn't yeah, know they, Bobby Fish like was friends. They are like really? best friends. I did not know that. Yes. yes. They take pictures mm-hmm. at rallies together and they go to school boards and protest kids wearing masks because, you know, masks make it easy to kidnap kids, I guess. I don't, I don't know. They're, they're so just weird. You'd think that Austin Theory would be part of that group too. <laughs> Is he not? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's the camera guy. <laughs> I was going to say, you'd have to check his phone to see if he's got pictures. Right, uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to swallow Dante Martin versus Arya Davari. Like, I, I didn't love the Not Team Taz shit, but the, again, dude, Dante Martin is fucking ridiculous. Like, he's so nice in the ring. Ridiculous. Yeah. He's incredible. to Arya Davari because he's dope too. But yeah. He would have won. won if he wrestled in his gold chain. Like, true story. <laughs> That's when he was at his peak. So it's nice not seeing him be uh, somebody's bitch on 205 Live. So yeah, yeah, that's good. That's true. Um, what are we spitting from Dynamite? Well, since you asked, that feud uh, was Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna say that. That shit's too much for me. I'm tired of it. Hey, you don't have to say. Well, we'll say done. it. It's done. You know. Uh, um, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, Team Taz in general. What? Yeah. You know, you know what? 
especially because Leo Rush was at home dealing with a family matter and these scummy motherfuckers try and swoop in and take Dante Martin. Nah, fuck that. And I'm happy those headphones got stuck in Ricky Stark's gold chain. You stupid prick. You know what? I'm gonna just like I'm also Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Not Grand Theft Auto. Oh man. Um, I'm also gonna spit Team Taz for a different reason. Uh, Team Taz walks around like offering contracts, like like it's a great idea to join Team Taz. The only thing Team Taz <laughs> has won is the FTW Championship, which was given to Brian Cage by Taz, and then won by Ricky Starks. Team Taz has won nothing. They haven't even got a tag team title shot. They they haven't got a shot for the TNT championship. They haven't no. What what is Team Taz doing? They're just hanging out, taking pictures. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's pointless. You're stupid if you join Team Taz. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, I I agree. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say when? Uh, I asked Spitz and you said, well, since you asked, I felt like you had something very specific. I did. Uh, Christian needs better friends. Uh, why Why is he team one Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? Like, whoa, 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 it makes whoa, no whoa. sense to me. It's it's so dumb. Like, like this is all you got, Christian. Like, well, do you want to inner circle then? No, I just need him to separate. Like, What do it makes you no have against Jungle Boy and the Luchador Dinosaur? I have nothing. I have nothing against Jungle Boy. Now, Luchador Dinosaur. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm not with it. I don't know you why. Didn't I do it. You hate fun. Uh, I did maybe. I like you fun, hate a talented Luchador Dinosaur. Could could be. I don't know. I think that's what it is. I, I had beef with Barney back in the day. Maybe it's carrying <laughs> over. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like Christian has stolen Marco Stunt's place, and he's just so out of place when he stands next to them. Like, like I don't know. Like, it just it's weird to me. It's so weird. Like, See, Marco Stunt and Luchasaurus was weird to me because it reminded me like you ever seen those videos where like there's a mama monkey and then there's a little monkey that like picks the bugs off the mama monkey and eats yep, them just like hanging on that's, the back yeah it's yeah marco that's stunt. how marco stunt felt every time he was with luchasaurus was he was that baby monkey just picking bugs off him and christian when he's with jungle boy and luchasaurus he looks like a disappointed dad like like uh this is what my kids are into i'm i'm gonna support them but uh this is I don't know why my son's wearing a dinosaur costume, but okay. Like, I was fucking stupid, but I love you. I would be booking him as AEW's Kane if I had the book, but that's neither here nor there. I probably could get behind an evil dinosaur. Like, what what is this? Like, like what kind of dinosaur is he? Like, so you had beef with Barney because Barney was a good dinosaur. If Barney was an evil dinosaur, you would have been behind that shit. I don't know, man. Just like walking up slapping kids. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> kids, fucking clean up. I'm going to kill you. Wow. Fuck them kids. There you go. I don't know, man. I just... Uh, but Luchasaurus, if, he could be doing something different. It's just... But if Luchasaurus was an evil like, dinosaur, would he spit fire or shoot fire? No, that's a dragon. That's oh, a dragon. Shit. Okay. Oh, these are dragons? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Dom. Yeah, 
Okay. Okay. Never mind. I need, never mind. No. I, no. I we got to talk about. <laughs> you're from. Are you from Ohio? Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. In in the Ohio school district, did they teach you that dinosaurs <laughs> breathe fire? No. Okay. I don't know. I just thought of that just now, but I'm like, wait a minute. Dinosaurs don't shoot fire, but then again, because dinosaurs doesn't really exist. Like now, now, if we change Kalisto from Samurai del Sol back to a Lucha Dragon, he could then breathe fire. Kalisto, though. So. Not Kalisto. He just, it'd just be smoke with Kalisto. There's no fire there. <laughs> I'm also trying to figure out if Kalisto is supposed to be Fuego del Sol's like cousin or like why they're both del Sol. Like, I don't, I don't know. One, they're both from Chicago, that's why. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, so you're going to defend it now. Okay. All right. I'm just saying there's I nothing wrong with being from Chicago. I see where it is. Uh, that's all. Um, <laughs> we were on spits, right? We were spitting. Yep. Yeah, we agree. Yep. So you, you spit fun. Uh, <laughs> you, spit, <laughs> you spit fun. We spit I Team love, Taz. Fun. And everyone spit Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy. Yes. And Cody Rose. I, I didn't oh, spit. Uh, right. Was it on okay. Rampage? Oh, shit. Never mind. I'm tired now. I, I didn't spit Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy because as a TNA fan, there was an error where every show ended in a clusterfuck and it felt perfectly at home for me. So, well, you're a big Matt Hardy fan anyway, though. Yeah, but that scene did drag all the way too long. So, now again, Daryl, you're back on my good side because I am also a big Matt Hardy fan. Now, let me ask you this Do you prefer Matt Hardy over Jeff Hardy? I do, and that's gotten me in trouble sometimes. Uh, nope, we're best friends again. You're good. <laughs> oh, this has been a roller coaster for you. That's my guy, oh my right? That's my guy right there. Uh, overall, Dynamite Spitter or uh, Rampage Spitter Swallow. I swallow. I'm swallowing. I swallow it. Yeah. Okay. I'll rack with you guys on that. I guess the only thing I didn't like was the main event, but yeah. Um. So now my question is, what was your favorite show this week? Dynamite. Of the shows we covered, I'd had to go with Dynamite. You guys are both rocking Dynamite. I'm gonna go NXT, and I said this on I said this on Twitter. You know how much I enjoy a show by how much I tweet during the show, and I was having a fucking blast during NXT tweeting out shit. So I, I have to go NXT. Fair enough. Like I don't barely tweet shit for Raw. <laughs> Nobody. Else. Uh oh. I tried, and I give up. Like, oh, that was just terrible. Katie, just just go dynamite with them. Uh, but like, but I was I was I was leaning more towards NXT. Yeah, but then I don't have to. Then it's not okay. Fine, (laughs) dynamite. There we go. So as per (laughs) Power Bomb Jutsu and the Sheeley Showcase, dynamite was the best show this week. Uh, cause then I don't have to decide. Cause like I see now, if you I had gone torn. with me, if you had gone with me with NXT, what I normally do is I say, because I'm the host and it's my show, I get the final vote, but I don't like to do that when it's someone's first time here, just overruling them like that. I feel like that's super rude. That's so super rude. by you being torn and siding with them, I don't have to do that. I get to be the good guy. I get to be happy Barney, <laughs> not evil Barney. 
All I picture now is boring, just slapping kids, and it's the funniest fucking thing. I hate you. Barney Barney slapping kids is going to be the title of this episode. I decided that. So, yes. uh, We are going to go with that. Uh, Daryl, Dom, whichever one of you, both of you, go ahead and plug Powerbomb Jutsu and everything you guys do, where they can find you, where they can listen to you, talk a little bit about what you guys talk about. There you go, Daryl. Wow, I was okay. I was gonna have you do it, Dom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Powerbomb Jutsu. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter. I think Dom runs an Instagram. I don't know. I'm not social. Um, I have an Instagram account. Really post yeah. on it though. There you go. Uh, we do. We try to do a weekly show. Talk about pro wrestling. Um, usually, I'm there plugging the impact. Um, do a recap every now and then. And talk about the crazy things going on in the world. Um, and. I think that's it. What else do we do, Dom? Sometimes we talk about drug dealing on the show, but no, we don't. We do not. <laughs> not unless you guys are covering GCW, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Katie, new episode of Sheely Showcase dropped yep. Thursday. So yep. tell them about that, where they can check that out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ow. <laughs> Kicked my desk. Ow. Um find me on twitter katie rasslin 13 i have a link tree in my bio take you to everything she lead the twitch the youtube anchor spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts. we go live for a weekly show on twitch every thursday around 9 p.m eastern time um just had a new episode i have a new episode of the interview series i'm doing inside the mind of with vince comes out on monday uh we did the first collab show uh in the crowd that is up on the channel it's it's a time matt was there it um it happened it's a thing i have the december one set up uh with the guests i'm just trying to work on topics for that it'll hopefully go way smoother than this past one but Hopefully everybody's on time. That's all I need. All right. Let let me help you out here. Uh, The very first episode of In the Crowd is now available, hosted by Katie, featuring yours truly and Young Kings Wrestling's Wreak Havoc and TC. Uh, If you guys want to know more about our musical tastes, our love of movies, uh, specifically horror movies, and a little bit about our thoughts on Star Wars, definitely go check that out there is about 15 minutes of tc just asking me about what i have in my music library and then being surprised at all of the different shit i listened to that he didn't think white people listen to so that is worth checking out and going to listen to um katie had a bad day but still had fun it is going to be a hell of a fun time listening back to so go check that out my co-host vince who decided that ps5 was more important than doing the show with us tonight uh is on the most recent episode of inside the mind of you also have episodes out right now with tc reek me and our boy justin from the get show podcast and you have episodes coming out very soon featuring jizzy from the dead ass girls uh possibly mr warren hayes and are open to looking for more podcasters uh to interview about their podcasting experience and some of their personal lives so if you want to be on inside the mind of hit katie up and let her know maybe she maybe she will um i am 
Matt Ritter. You guys can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. There's Adam A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Also, Twitter and Instagram, Smackin' Raw Pod. Vince runs the Instagram. I run the Twitter. Facebook.com slash group slash Smackin' Raw. And we are Creation World, the banner under which the Smackin' Raw Pod exists. You can find that at creationworld.com. Facebook.com slash creation world, Twitter and Instagram at the creation world. That's T H E C R E A T I A world. And check out super flashy arrow of tomorrow. If you are a fan of the DCCW verse where my buddy Travis and Mara cover that every week, uh, their shows talking about all that fun shit that's going on. And we also have dungeons after dark where Travis forced us to play dungeons and dragons, which is out and available. We do a villains campaign and none of us have ever played dungeons and dragons besides Travis before. So it's a fucking thing. If you want to hear me talk about blowing up somebody's genitals, go check that out. Cause I did. Nice. Four powerbomb jutsu, the Sheelit showcase, Daryl Dom and Katie. I am the patron saint of podcasting and now of Pornhub, the warden Matt Ritter. We are smacking raw, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub.